On today's episode of Outer Experience, I am joined by T-Bone, Thomas Brazier, and Gundy, Stephen Gunderson. And together, we discuss the upcoming NBA 2020-2021 season, baby. We'll give you some of our predictions. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Send us an email at outerexperiencepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on the upcoming NBA season. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get to it. Gundy, do you have your own podcast yet? No. I don't know what I would talk about. What would I talk about? You know, happy things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Life, love, sports, the pursuit of yeah, happiness. I was, just, I was just planning on mooching off your podcast. Speaking of our podcast, welcome to Outer Experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you're in the experience, guys... You gotta nice. get out that's, of that's it. That's our slogan, Gundy, by the way. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I like it. Like Are to we actually starting now? Yeah. Should we start? Do you want to start oh, now cool. or do you want right. me to start another time? Is it always recording? <laughs> it records the minute you guys get on. So there's like four minutes of re- recording that I have. Dead air? <laughs> no, it's not dead air. It's gold. <laughs> it's comedy gold. But I'll probably have to trim it out. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Trim the fat. So welcome back to... Your favorite show, everyone's favorite show, Outer Experience. We got two amazing guests today to talk about an amazing topic. First and foremost, let's introduce the man, the myth, the legend, the Gundy. What's up, what's up, what's up? Happy to be on Outer Experience. Make sure y'all hit the subscribe button. Like, subscribe, smash that like (laughs) button. (laughs) Gundy, how you been? I've been great, man. It's been like a sports-packed year, it feels like. Uh, after you know June, but yeah. can't wait for NBA season to get started again. Get another uh, championship for the Lakers here. Amen. Woo woo. Lake yeah. Show. Let's go. Also, we got Thomas joining us tonight. Thomas, give him a hand. Hello, all you listeners. T Bone, how you been doing? What's uh, what's new with you? Um. Well, I am finishing up my first semester. NBA. At NBA um, I have two two more finals to finish tomorrow. What are they so, in? Um, accounting and HR. Ooh. I'm only worried about the accounting one. <laughs> if your best friend gives you $8 and then you spend <laughs> two of those dollars, how much more money do you have left? <laughs> See, this is why these episodes are Is that a credit so or a debt? <laughs> That's good. Are you taking That's notes, right. Thomas? Well, anyway. You, guys know you don't need lingo. a business degree. I know some people who didn't get business degrees. They turned out all right. Yeah, LeBron Kobe James. Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James. Tracy McGrady. <laughs> That's a great transition. We, you know, we bring on uh, you know, Gundy and Thomas and myself. We call ourselves the Triforce. <sighs> whenever we uh, talk about the NBA season. And the NBA season, while it is December, is finally upon us. Thanks to a very bizarre year, to say the least. Um, but today, today we thought we'd talk about what's coming, what we're predicting, and what we're most excited for with the NBA season. Gundy, from last year, what was your big takeaway from last season? Big takeaway. Uh, I would say LeBron still 
the greatest. Seriously. Um, in the league, I think he's still number one. I think you got to put him at number one again this year. Um, surprised to say, you know, at, at, what is this, his 18th season? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's still the best player, and he's adapted his game to stay not on top. You know, he, now he's a more of a distributor, which it actually works well to his strength. You know, he's a great passer. So, I mean, you can't deny he can still score. He can still guard. He can play defense. He finally stepped it up again last year, and uh, I think he proved he's still the number one player. Uh, hurts to say. Uh, I wasn't always a LeBron fan, but he's a Laker now, and so. He won uh, me over. Nice to have him on our team. Yeah, he very much won me <laughs> That's over, That's for sure. Too. That's a great uh, take. Yeah, that was, that was my biggest takeaway. I, I love that because I think you're absolutely right. Coming from the same camp where I was like, I like LeBron, but he just wasn't – he wasn't Kobe to me. or he, you know, And, right. you know, Kobe, rest in peace, is, is always going to be my favorite player. But LeBron definitely won me over as well. And it was just really fun to get, a bo- get on board of their playoff run last year. And just in a year that was so heavy – and so awful. It was so nice yeah. to have your team win the NBA championship that way. So I, that was something For that, sure. I mean, kudos to LeBron. That was not an easy one. No, it, it was an not an easy one. And that was one that it was so satisfying to see. And it definitely put LeBron up on one of my favorite players of all time because of that. Um, you know, of course, and it's not even so much because I think it was always his personality that I wasn't like a huge fan of. You know, he's more political than, than most other players that I used to follow. And there's nothing against that. I think it's just because for me personally, I always liked the players that seemed like to stay out of that. Um, yeah. But just after last year, I'm just like, you know what? But like, you can't deny the guy's talent. And he's also a good guy, you know, just be, for sure. you know, even if his opinions might be a little bit more outspoken, he's still a good guy. So actually, I he, agree with that. He's walking the walk for sure. I mean, 100%. His, I promise school. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's so oh, impressive. And so he's actually doing what he's saying. So I appreciate it. You know, like I, I, I don't care what you're saying. As long as you're doing what you're saying, that's cool. Totally. And he's a great role mm. model, like amazing. Thomas, what was totally. your biggest takeaway from the odd year that was – or the odd NBA season that was the 2019-2020 season? Yeah, I was just so happy that we were able to finish the season because there was times when I didn't oh, think same they were going to continue Several it times. or they were just going to postpone it all because I was excited for the Lakers. Like they had a bunch of players that were you know, wanting to win the championship. They were clicking. Um, and then when we first started inside the bubble, I was a little worried. Um, but when it mattered most, the Lakers played the best um, and they proved that they were the best team. Um, but I'm also really excited uh, for this season because I think the NBA is kind of leveling out. Like, I don't expect the Lakers to just dominate. I think there can there can be a lot of other contenders that will um, emerge. You know, Dude, I agree. Prove this, that is, this is a stacked year like i feel like yeah. from like one to ten really bad teams yeah like in the west especially yeah. like everyone's good in the east there's some bad teams but in the west like there's 12 teams that can make the playoffs i think you're right i mean i'm At really excited 12. to see a lot of those teams towards the bottom tier to see if they step it up because you know phoenix made such huge moves and had an amazing finish in the bubble that's the team that i think i'm like one of the more t- the more exciting teams that I want to see, just to see for sure. what that they're, does for the rest of the Western Conference. Three too. in the preseason. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, write them off. Yeah, <laughs> done. done. Just wrapping up the season. <laughs> Devin Booker wants At a this trade. Rate, they're not going to win a game. Uh, that's actually something I wanted to talk about before we jump into that stuff. What do you guys think is going to happen to James Harden? Where do you think he's going to land? Man, that's crazy. I don't know what his deal is. Um, 
I hope he stays at this point. He's kind of late in the game, but if he goes anywhere, I'd like to see Philadelphia because I think he'd be a good fit with Joel Embiid. And I think Doc could coach him up pretty good and make him a really good contender. But obviously they trade for Ben Simmons. Yeah. So I don't know how Ben Simmons would fit in Houston, um, especially with John Wall there. But I don't know. I don't know where else he would go. That would make sense. Absolutely. It's a weird setup too, because I feel like Houston Rockets have given James Harden like everything. Yeah. He's got the keys to the franchise. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting, yeah. like, just the psychology behind that of why certain players just get burnt out that way. And so I, I know a lot of it has to do with, like, the pr- player mobility that I don't think was started with LeBron. I think it had been happening for a while. But definitely LeBron helped to empower the players to where they could make the decisions. They're not just, like, property that could be moved over. But an issue that comes up now is I feel like just players like this that will just get burnt out for some reason or another, and then they're just like, well, I'm not going to – I want to be traded before my contract's up. I just feel like it's that's got to hurt the locker room. So I'm not sure how Houston would do if he sticks around. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, do you think Thomas? Thomas? Yeah, I think he'll be gone. Yeah, no, I think he'll be gone eventually. I, I, I think I'm eliminating the Sixers and the Nets. Because usually when like reports come out about yeah. a team and if it doesn't happen in the next couple of days, it kind of just fizzes over. I think a dark horse could be the Golden State. Oh, oh my goodness. Could you imagine? <laughs> Who would they, they trade for? Wiggins? They wouldn't take maybe, Wiggins. Maybe an injury. Yeah. Wiggins and Wiseman? Uh, and Wise, Wiseman? I mean, yeah. they could do I that. Mean, I'm just saying. I, I would not agree to that Golden trade. State. That would be nuts. If I was Houston. Hey, people pay me pe- People pay me the big bucks. Because <laughs> Sometimes you're not going to like I, yeah, I don't see the Nets either. I mean, that doesn't make sense. Unless they're trading Kyrie, but there's no way Kyrie would get traded from the Nets. He led that whole movement <laughs> to go there. <laughs> it wouldn't be up to him. but It's true, but that'd be pretty lame. <laughs> that would be really funny, though, because, yeah, Kyrie's he's, – he's, he's another one of those players where it's like, why, was, why weren't you happy in Boston? But for some reason, yeah. just when people aren't happy, they just – yeah, anyway, it's too bad. We'll see what we happens with that. But I do think that's going to affect the Rockets quite a bit. Um there's a, quite a few changes that are going on for the 2020-21 season. The one I'm most excited about is the play-in tourney aspect at the end. Where, so for those listeners who don't know, they're going to have the 7th seed through the 10th seed on both Western Conference and Eastern Conference are going to be doing a play-in style tournament to determine the 7th and 8th seeds for the playoffs. The 7th and 8th seed, as when the season ends, the 7th and 8th seed are going to play. Whoever wins that game gets the 7th seed. The loser goes on to play the winner of the 9 and 10 seeds. The winner of that game plays that loser, and then they determine who's the 8th seed. Sorry if that was a confusing way to so put it. the one game playing? So you have to win. If you're, if you're, it's not a series? If you're a 7 and 8 team, you have to win one game, and you're in. But if okay. you lose that game, you win one more game, then you're in as well. In. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So if you're the 10 seed, basically, you got to win like three You have games. to win two games. You got to win the nine. T- you got to win the nine ten matchup, <laughs> and then the eight matchup. Yes, and then you have to or five you have to beat the what? seven eight loser. I gotcha. It should be a series, but okay. It's just one game what from doing. what I saw because it's yeah. only like th- over three oh, days. That's a hot take. So, <laughs> yeah, Gunny, do you care to elaborate? Why do you think it should be a series? <laughs> Anything can happen in one game. Amen. You know? I mean that. I mean that that really determines because one of the things we're gonna be talking about you is play our all year. For what playoffs. if what if the ten seed is like got 20 wins and the seven seed has like 45 wins like that's not fair that's yeah. a good point because that could very well happen that's happened in previous years because it, this, that Especially race in the gets East, so tight possible. with those teams but 
the thing is, and I think it's just in direct response to how well the Phoenix Suns were playing in the bubble last year. And people were frustrated that they didn't have the chance to at least make it into the well, playoffs. You know what? They should have played better in the beginning of the year. That's a good argument. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think a playing tournament's been talked about for a while. I think they're just uh, yeah. And they were talking about like a mid-year tournament too, right? Yeah, I've heard that talk. So what would the mid-year tournament? Yeah, what would that determine? Just money. I guess they play uh, like home court advantage in the playoffs or finals, or whatever. I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah, and they're like trying to. They wanted to capitalize like what the NCAA is doing. Yeah, yeah and they want to be like uh, English Premier. Ah, football. No, I, I said the football, real football, the European <laughs> football with your foot. Uh, speaking of American football, though, before we jump into the NBA talk, who do you guys think is going to win the Super Bowl? Let's just real quick. Who do you think? Who's your favorite, or who do you think the Super Bowl matchup's going to be? I, I said it at the beginning of the year. You know, I'm going to stick with my pick because it's very well in play. Broncos, uh, Bucks, and Colts. Okay, okay, Bucks and Colts. Brady and Rivers. No way. But that'd be fun. Yeah, probably, <laughs> that'd be a probably fun. not going to happen. It's probably going to be the Chiefs again. Chiefs look like they're the best team still. Colts Bucks yeah. would be a really fun Super Bowl. I would like to see Brady and Rivers one more time. That'd be really cool. Gall so, dang, cool. that would be a great game. <laughs> uh, my prediction yeah. is Chiefs and. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams. Wow, Rams. Oh, okay. They're playing well. They are. What about I'm you, Thomas? With, I'm going with the Chiefs versus the Packers and the Chiefs. Win. Packers, yeah. Ooh, that'll Packers be a good one. That would be a really great Super Bowl, too. That'd be. Mm-hmm. No one's picking the Giants, the East Division <laughs> winners. <laughs> yeah, they might. No, win the, with Colt McCoy. the Washington football team's going to win it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Alex Smith is cool. I like him. Football team, football team. <laughs> anyway, well, let's let's get into some basketball talk, shall we? So we're going to share a few of what we so what we believe to be the NBA playoff forecast, and then go through some of the bigger awards: MVP, Most Improved Player, Defensive Player of the Year, things like that. What do you guys think would be most fun to start with? Do you want to do you want to do the playoff brackets or do you want to do the awards first? Um, playoff brackets cool with me. Play playoffs, yeah. playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, do you have your stuff set to, set up, or do you want one of us to start? Um, yeah. Why don't you go first? Me? Okay. <laughs> I'll start. Are we doing the east? I'll start in the east. east yeah, the Eastern what? Conference. Um, All right. And uh, I'll, I'll just go through my whole list, and then we'll have Gundy, and then we'll have Thomas. So. I think the worst team, and I'm not going to go through all 15, but I just kind of wanted to say I think the worst team is going to be the New York Knicks, unfortunately. Um, I am kind of excited to see Tom Thibodeau coach, though. It just doesn't seem like they really have the talent there. I know. I'm I'm excited to see how he does with his coaching. I know that R.J. Barrett is solid. Um, Obi Toppin, that's their guy that they – Yeah. I mean, hopefully he's good. He's got a great name. Dark horse for a rookie of the year, even though I've never seen anything really. I I didn't follow him. He looked much. good in the preseason. He's a high flyer. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Well, that's great. Um, sure. So this is in consideration with the play-in game. So this was kind of tough to come up with my top eight teams, but I had the teams that just barely missed the cut. <laughs> it was a Indiana. Wait, are you gonna do top eight or are you gonna do top ten? I'm gonna do top because the ten are in the playoffs, right? Yeah, technically. But I'm gonna do top eight, <laughs> and I'm gonna say the two teams that I think are just gonna miss it. 
Okay. So I'll mention them, but I, I won't, <laughs> I'm not going to order them. I, I think the right. Pacers and the Hornets are not going to make the playoffs, but I do think they're going to be in the playoffs. Pacers, wow. That's a, that's a bold take. Hey, you know, I have you bold mean, takes. I think a lot of people aren't going to like it. I mean, Oladipo is wow. going to be back, but okay. I've heard nice. Oladipo doesn't really want to be in Indiana. So I don't know. So he'll probably play hard so he can get out of there, right? That's a good point. And uh, to be honest, I just don't know anything about Indiana. So I left them out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but number eight, I'm going to yeah. go with the Atlanta Hawks. Pawnee is in Indiana. Oh. T-Bone, how dare you? Number eight is the Hawks. Hey, I have them as my eight too. Thank you. I, I think they're a fun team. And I think that that level of excitement, plus Trey Young seems like he can actually like lead a team. I just think that's a fun yeah. team. And I think that's going to be that. I think that's what's going to be that's going to push them over either the Pacers or the Hornets in a play in type of game. And I think they just keep have it you, close. Have you I, seen their roster? They're stacked. Yeah. I don't know too much they about got some players. Go ahead. If you have like more information on like why you think they're going to be sex, successful, please elaborate. All right. We'll check it out. They got Trey Young, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They got Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yep. Ooh, shooter. Clint Capella. Clint Capella, John that was Collins. yeah. I remember hearing about that, which would be great. Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn. They got Chris Dunn, who can play defense. They got Cam Reddish. They got DeAndre Hunter. They were rookies last year, but they played pretty well. They got Kevin Huerter, who comes off the bench and shoots threes. And they got Rondo, and they got Gallinari. Did I say Gallinari? Mm-hmm. They do have Gallinari. They're stacked. That is wow. a great team. They're a really good team. They're. I, I mean, they could go higher than eight, but I mean, eight's a good. Spot because they were pretty bad last year. Yeah, and I think it's just it's going to be like a big learning curve bringing in everybody. I really like Rajon Rondo. I think his presence for LA last year was crucial in the success that they had. There's something about him, not just like his experience, but just he has like he's so tenacious, and I think that that really yeah. So if he buys into, he'll coach him up for sure. Yeah, it just depends if he buys into it because I, I know like, not that he was checked out of other teams but like it just felt like the lakers the reason yeah. it worked is because it seemed like he was more into that like so yeah maybe he was yeah, checked he was, out previously but uh, anyway so that's a big one and don't forget their head coach too i mean they got one of the best head coaches do you know who it is no i don't know who, it is. <laughs> who is it thomas you know sorry are we talking about the hawks yes the hawks who's their head coach Come on. who's gonna lead them to the playoffs shaquille no, o'neal <laughs> I don't know coaches. I'm sorry. I wish I would. You guys are never going to guess it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Who is it? Lloyd Pierce. Hey. <laughs> you remember Lloyd Pierce? No, of course. Yeah. Greg Pierce's brother. But his assistant coach is Nate McMillan. He's a good coach, oh, too. So. Okay. <laughs> That's a uh, solid. And it- Very solid coaching staff. <laughs> so, number eight, I have Atlanta. Should we yeah, just go yeah, through who's got, who's got eight? Like, everyone say who you have at eight or something? Would that be better? Um, I think it'll be more cohesive, and I don't think okay. we're going to take that long on each step. Um, number seven. We're going to go over each roster like that. Right? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I, I appreciate <laughs> no, you elaborating because I didn't really have anything to add for the Hawks. I was just like, wow, they seem okay. fun. Um, number seven, the Washington Wizards. I, I just think Russell Westbrook's going to produce like a madman, and I, I just think it would be kind of a fun team. So um, pretty, hopefully – Pretty uh, low. <laughs> seven's solid. Um, I think uh, Beasley – should be solid too, and Russell Westbrook. Michael Beasley. Yeah. What? No, what? Michael Beasley. Michael He's Beasley? not in the NBA anymore. No, who is it? Be no. What's his name? What's the guy on uh, the Wizards? Bradley Beal. I'm sorry, Bradley Beal. <laughs> nah, I just feel. I was like, somebody want to go Michael first? Beasley? I feel like I'm blowing it. Bradley Beal. Oh, I was going to say, sorry, Bradley Beal, and I just feel like Russell Westbrook is similar to John Wall and like his explosiveness, but he's not going to get injured. 
and Russ is like very like prideful and like determined. So I just think that's going to push them over the top. Um, number six, I've got Toronto, the Toronto Raptors. I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back. Nothing really changed okay. much. Um, number five, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh. I'm excited to see yeah. Doc Rivers get in there and just, you know, try to coach them differently. I can't really do Doc Rivers' voice. Can anybody do that? Yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we it out of defense pretty well. No, it's, it's not so much. Yeah, it's that's just better. a different kind of, yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited to see <laughs> what he can do. And I'm also really excited about Seth Curry oh. on the 76ers because mm, okay. he could shoot. And, and he was shooting really well. He shot really well in Dallas. And I just feel like Ben Simmons oh, distributing kind of is going to be like a J.J. Redick type of thing where I just feel like Seth Curry is an underrated wow. shooter. And I think it's going to really make him pop in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, now, I heard a rumor that he's related to Steph Curry. Is that true? Uh, I, I, I haven't confirmed that. No. I, okay. I know he's related to is Del he? Curry of the Currys. So. Isn't he dating like Doc's? No, uh, no, no comment on that. <laughs> it's gonna make him run extra laps. <laughs> That's too bad. Um, so yeah, that for that reason, I have Philadelphia at number five, and I think these two teams could flop. Uh, number four, I have the Boston Celtics. I just think they're a consistent team. They return Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for and coaching. I'm excited for, but there are reasons that I put the other three teams above them. Number three, I have the Miami Heat. I just think they have so much more confidence now, and that team was so solid in the bubble. Yeah. And I think that plays a lot into everyone buying in. I, I, I love Jimmy Butler. I think it's awesome that he really was the, I guess, the leader of that group. But now that everyone else, like Bam, and everyone has that playoff experience and been to the championship, I just feel like they're like, okay, like we were close and we took the Lakers to six. Let's like kick it into high gear and get back there. So I think that they're going to perform much better in the regular season than they did last season because of that confidence. Hmm. Number two, I have the Brooklyn Nets simply because I think Katie's the best scorer ever if he just stays healthy. Brooklyn I think that that too. team's going to be really tough. Um, I said Brooklyn Nets, right? Or did I say New Jersey? No, Brooklyn. You said Brooklyn. I don't think, I don't think you said a city. Oh, I just said Nets probably. <laughs> uh, you said Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. And, and who knows? Maybe Steve. No, the, the issue, <laughs> the one thing I'm, I'm interested in seeing is Steve Nash as a coach. I imagine he'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe he'll be really good. I mean, he's got good players. Yeah. So I have Brooklyn, number Makes two. And then number one, I think, is easy for the East still. I think it's going to be Milwaukee. I think um, the addition of Drew Holiday and also Giannis just getting that super max deal and having that pride of working with Milwaukee. I, I, I'm interested to see what happens. I do think they're just an amazing regular season team. And unfortunately, when it came to the playoffs, it was really Giannis who kind of underperformed. Not that he was terrible by any means, but it was just – they they kind of knew how to stop him. Miami did. So I'm excited to see once they get to that level, what adjustments they make and see how far they can go. Cause I, I love Giannis. I love the bucks. So that's my Eastern conference prediction. What are you guys thoughts? Very good. I like it. I mean, that's pretty solid. I think the, your hottest take is not having the Pacers. In there. I don't uh, know enough. Just out of curiosity. Who's your, who's your nine and your 10 in, for the playoff for the play in Pacers game? and Hornets. Oh, okay. That's okay. Solid. Mm. Gundy, you go ahead. You start with yours. So, yeah, I mean, we're not far off, you know. I have my 9 and 10, so my 9 is the Wizards. Oh, wow. Um, I think I think they're good, but I don't think they're good enough yet. Uh, my 10 is the Bulls. 
they got the uh, Billy Donovan head coach. You know, they have they have the, the players. They just got to play with cohesive basketball. And I think that this is the year they finally take that step. Um, also, the other team to get the ninth seed. So <laughs> someone's got to get the ten. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then number eight, I got the Hawks. I think they'll make the jump this year to the playoffs. They're a really good team. Um, and then number seven, I got the Pacers. So, you know, I got them low. Uh, I, I think I got Sabonis. Sabonis is really good. Uh, Oladipo, that means, I got the Holiday Brothers. That means that you have the Pacers beating the Hawks in a play-in game, which I guess could happen. Wait, why are they beating the Hawks in a playoff? Because those two the teams Hawks would the play. They would play the first play-in game to determine who's the seventh seed. Okay. Well, okay. I didn't so that kind of threw me off. I, That's why I was thinking of it that way. I was like, I don't think they. I'm just seeing like when the season when the season okay, ends. Fair. The Pacers are the seven okay. seed. The Hawks are the eight, and then they can play and figure out. Okay. All right. Number six, I have the 76ers. Uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. Um, I just think Ben Simmons is still a problem. I, I mean, they just still have, they just still don't have the shooting. They added Seth Curry, but. Other than that, you know, they don't have much. Um, you know, I heard he's related to roster. Steph, so who knows? <laughs> who else do they have? Do they have any shooters on their team? I'm just going to look at their roster real quick. Talking um, about, sorry. Danny Tobias Green. Harris. Yeah. Oh, they got Danny Green, but he, Danny he Green, that's in small year. markets, though. Yeah, I know he's wide uh, open. He could have won the championship. <laughs> they got Dwight Howard. Yeah, I just don't see it. Yeah, maybe they're good Danny team. Green probably doesn't perform great under – I forgot they had a Danny Green because that was another part of it with the three-point shot because it, it, Man, he played it sucks that he missed that one <laughs> so <laughs> But no, but he played really I remember bad. him tearing it up when he was on the Spurs. I remember him tearing it up occasionally when he was on the Raptors on the from Raptors. three. So it just yeah. depends on, on his stroke. And I imagine it's the pressure that kind of got to him with the, the championship shot. That yeah, wasn't the pressure. Yeah. He just missed it. He's been He's in wide plenty open. of those. <laughs> oh, people do miss those guys. <laughs> uh, okay, that's fair. He's wide open, though. Just it's my not opinion. Like, it's, it's not my like it was good defense. It was wide open. Anyway, sorry, Gunny, you go ahead. All right. No, you're good. Don't worry. Uh, number five, I have the Nets. Ooh. Uh, I think their health going to be good. Uh, I think they'll take a lot of games off. You know, I think that KD will sit a lot because he's trying to get healthy. I think Kyrie, he's a he's – a, Wild card, man. I don't know. Mr. Glass. Um, yeah, so I think they'll be a playoff team for sure. And I don't think they care about seeding. So I think they'll just play to, you know, get to the playoffs. So I think they'll be a five. Um, plus, they haven't played together yet. So, I mean, it's going to be – it's going to take some time. Next year, they'll probably be like a two or one seed if they play good. Um, four, I got the Raptors. Uh, they're still a good team. They're a great team. They added my boy Malachi Flynn from the San Diego State Aztecs. Malachi. Keep an eye on him. Uh, number three, I got the Heat. Um, solid team. You know, they're only going to get better. Um, two, I got the Celtics. And one, I have the Bucks. All right, so we're not far off. I like your list, Gundy. Thank you. I this pleases it. me. <laughs> All right, T-Bone. What you All got? Right. Um, after lots of thinking, um, my two teams that just missed the top eight are the Chicago Bulls. Ooh. Ah, oh, so they're a nine or a ten? They're a ten. Oh, ah, there we go. That's my boy, right I there. Love, I, like I love, I love Zach Levine. Yeah, um, don't forget Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah, I mean he's a little inconsistent, but I mean he was <laughs> anyway. Um, and then uh, I have the Pacers missing it as well. 
I just okay. I don't think I don't okay. think Old Depot it, he, last year when he came in, I know it was just off a serious injury, but he didn't really mesh well. Um, but Sabonis is back, and that's going to be huge for them. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll surprise me, but I have them out. And my eighth seed is a team that I'm really excited to watch. Oh, the Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets. Hawks, baby. Dude, they move. Oh, what? Yes, I knew they, you were they, they move. Hornets? Wa- Hornets. Them in the preseason. They move so oh, fast. Man. I love, uh, yeah, Gordon Hayward, Biombo, LaMelo Ball, uh, Terry Rozier. Like, they have a bunch of ballers. And people, and they go so fast. All right. And I think the faster they play, the faster they're going to learn together. Um, and, yeah, they'll surprise people. But, I mean, eighth seed, they'll get bounced the first round. Have you seen um, LaMelo shoot, though? I mean, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, he's not just a shooter. Um, and no, then I've got Washington Wizards at number seven. I think Russell Westbrook will help them um, get the seventh seed. Uh, him and Bradley Beal, I think, will be a good duo. They have a lot of shooters. Good, good. Beasley. Next, number six, I have the Raptors. Um, they didn't, yeah, they didn't do too much Jinx. during the during the off season. I mean, Van Fleet was huge. Kyle Lowry is aging. I think they're going to miss Marcus Gasol a lot. So we'll see. And if I yeah, yeah. Yeah, if he can make a big leap, then that'd be cool. Um, and then I have the Nets at number five. Um, like Gundy said, okay. I think they're going to take some nights off and take some time to gel with each other because Kyrie, like they were a seventh know. seed before. I know, but they're they're the adding two in two superstars. Yeah, to, that's like, true. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, you know DeAndre Jordan and. Uh, crab, you know they they're gonna t- it's gonna take some getting used to, and I think they'll take some nights off. So they're not, they're my number five, I think. Um, and then the 76ers, um, I think with Doc and the shooters that they've got, Ben Simmons, like yeah, they're gonna be much improved, and they'll they'll play better in bigger games. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and then I have the Mi- yeah, Miami yeah. Heat. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, I think I think they could potentially like be better, but I think they care more about the playoffs, and they'll prepare more for that. So. Um, they'll be good for that. Um, and then I have the Bucks at number two. Oh, um, I think, I think they're going to be a little smarter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think they'll be smarter, maybe sitting Giannis every now and then, or, um, doing something. Um, I just think the Celtics are going to take a bigger leap. And, uh, I mean, I'm so excited for Tatum and Brown. I'm glad they got rid of Hayward because I love Hayward, but I just don't think he fit in with them. So, what, oh, no. But who did they add when they – because he just – was free agency was why Gordon Hayward left, right? That wasn't a trade. Right. Um. <laughs> well, that's just my thought. I'm not trying to the roster. I just don't know. I don't see him getting, like, taking that many leaps forward, but maybe. Well, Jason, Jason Tatum's going to play it's, better. Yeah, Jason Jaylen Tatum and Jalen Brown, Brown play better. Those two, they're, they're they superstars. They got Jeff Teague. Yeah, oh, Jeff yeah. Teague was big, yeah. And I know Kemba Walker is – They got Tristan Thompson. Yeah, Marcus Smart's oh, on their team too, right? Yeah, they're my number one seed. Yeah, so all right, take they're 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 yeah they're I a good mean, regular season team. Really they were good, good in the playoffs. They did well in the playoffs. Playoffs in the bubble playoffs. <laughs> That's... All right, so who do you guys have Mr. coming Cuff out of the East? Ooh, um, I didn't really think about Who's this. In the finals? You have yours. You, you go first. I need actually. I I literally just thought about it because I, I looked at all the teams and matchups. I don't know. Like I think I think it comes down to two teams to me. Uh, it's between the Bucks and the Celtics. 
And personally, I think that the Bucks aren't deep enough. Uh, they have they have really good top end talent. You know, obviously, Giannis and Middleton, and now uh, Holiday. Uh, but if you go much deeper than that, like it doesn't look very good on their bench. And I think a bench is a really important thing to have in the playoffs. So I have the Celtics coming out of the East. Wow. I think Jason Tatum is going to be a superstar. He's going to be the MVP conversation. Yes. Uh, Kemba Walker. I mean, he's got the clutch gene. Uh, he'll help them a ton. And they're just deep. They got Marcus Smart. What coming off the bench as the six. I mean, he, he could be a six man of the year. I think they're just going to be a really good team. They play defense. They play good offense. Uh, I think they're coming out of the East. I like wow. it. My take, Milwaukee Bucks. Based on what I have set up. That's a good take. <laughs> based on what I have set up, just matchup-wise, and this is kind of more of like what I hope for because I just I, – I really do like Giannis. And I think – I mean, he won back-to-back MVPs, and he could very easily win a third MVP with just how productive he's been. I hope he just takes that leap of getting over and in, in – breaking in through the finals, the matchups that I have, it would be like Brooklyn and Milwaukee, I think would be in the Eastern conference final. And I just think Milwaukee's cohesion would, would win. I think it'd be tough though. Cause if KD is healthy, like I just, he's the best scorer. I think that yeah. I've yeah. like, he can I score think, from anywhere. So I think, I think the Nets are still a year away from yeah. it's Kevin Durant though. I, I don't know how Kyrie fits. That's the yeah. only thing. He he's a loose cannon. Yeah. He's got a big ego. Um, but I, I'm, I'm my prediction is going to be Milwaukee, which is, you know, obvious. But I love Giannis too. Love he's him. like my, one of my favorite players. So he's a great guy. But I just I just don't think they're deep enough. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're they're still going to be a really Hot good team. take. They're top two. All right, solid. Thomas, what do you think? Thomas, what you okay, got? Okay, so if this team stays healthy, I think with their awesome coach and their depth. And the superstardom of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, Ooh, we can see wow. Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA championship. Wow. I think adding Dwight Howard, Danny Green, all that championship experience. Yeah. Boom. It's going to be good. The shooters, too. And they got TJ, TJ McConnell. Like, he's a dog. <laughs> Look for Philadelphia. I think Doc Rivers wants to wants wow. to prove people that he can coach a team. You know, it was it was a, it a was good a coach. Team that's effort. for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to make any comments about what Paul George said. I just uh, how many times? You know, <laughs> close <it down. laughs> until we actually get it right. I feel like I'm way off. <laughs> All right, so that's our East Conference oh, breakdown. Um, good job, guys. So now let's talk about who they're going to be fighting against in the West. Well, bam, and we'll have Thomas. Do you want to start off since you went last, or do you need to go last this time? Um, I you know start. what? Okay. okay, or how about mix it up? How about you go and then I go, and then Gundy goes. All right, that sounds fair. Or wait, yeah, you, you guys. Keep, last well, you guys Gundy can help go. me. Yeah, Thomas, you go first. Call him okay. first. Okay, I'll do that. All right, <laughs> we can all make fun of you. Okay, first. <laughs> you guys can so, help me with uh, the guys that I have outdated with. <laughs> okay, so I think the um, the nine and ten, we're gonna see. This is a hot take. <laughs> Lakers and whoa. <laughs> no, we're gonna see the the Grizzlies and wow Pelicans. Okay. Spurs. Oh Spurs. Okay. Wow, okay. Wow. Man, okay. that means you're kicking out some the pretty silver foxes. Here. Yes. Um who did I say the first team? I said the who did I say? <laughs> you said the uh you said the Grizzlies. Okay. I said the Grizzlies, yeah. Grizzlies, I I yeah, I still Dude, the West is West so is hard. Stacked. The West okay, is fun. So, so number eight. 
I see the Timberwolves yeah. finally breaking in. <laughs> what? Everybody guessed you saying that. Who did you take out of your playoffs? <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing this on the spot. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I see that. That means you don't have like, Elaborate. the Rockets or the Warriors or the Jazz or something. It's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> it's too expensive. Oh, okay, wait, never shoot, mind. The I jazz. do not have the Timberwolves. Sorry, I do not have the I have the Phoenix Suns at number eight. Phoenix Suns. Oh, man, I'm all over the place. I forgot the okay. Jazz completely in my list. I have to I have keep the going. Suns. Chris keep Paul's going to help. Boom, boom, boom. And then I have the Trailblazers as number seven. Kind of be in the same yeah. spot as they were last time. I know they get uh, Vujicic or Vert- Nurkic-, Nurkic back. So that'll be good. Um, Nurkic, yeah. And then I see – Oh, I was going to say the Pelicans. Dang it. Pelicans are somewhere. <laughs> 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 um Dang, and then I see the Warriors. Pelicans at the six? Holy shit. And smoke. then I see the Warriors. Um, at the at six? six? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wish Clay was healthy. And then I see the Jazz. Yeah. The Jazz are usually a five or four seed. I don't see that changing. Um, and then I see, oh, man, Dallas. Dallas. I see Dallas. And then I see the Clippers. And then I see the Lakers. As the three? And then I see the Nuggets. As the two? Nuggets yes. at the one? Wow. wow. Yeah. I, see, I can see the Lakers dropping a lot in, to begin with. Um, not a lot, but just getting behind and then having to play catch up. And the Nuggets, I think, are a solid team. They kept their whole team. Chemist, well, they lost a couple. Jamie Grant was big. But um, they're a good regular season team. And I think they're going to lock up the one seed. Uh, Clippers and Lakers will be battling back and forth. Dallas is going to be close. They'll probably be in the talk of getting two or three or something, but if they stay healthy, yeah. I think well, that's Dallas. So I got, yeah, Suns, Blazers, Warriors, Jazz, Dallas, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets. And I'm sorry to the Timberwolves, to the Grizzlies, and to the Pelicans. If I thought about it more, the Pelicans would probably be in there because they're going to be a good team. So you don't have the Rockets making oh, the playoffs. No. <laughs> <laughs> God. No, I, I I looked at the Rockets, but I was like, I I can't go back on my word. This is it. Wow, bold. So they're not making they're the not playoffs. Making, Demarcus Cousins won't last the whole season. John Wall is going to play in and out, and James Harden talk is going to be ruining our chemistry. Yeah, they're not making the playoffs. Wow, it's my take. Well, I'm actually kind of similar to you on the in the Rockets. Wee, 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 wee. Um, I'll I'll go through mine, Gundy, and then we'll have you be the finale on the West. Um, so I completely forgot about the Utah Jazz when I was making my list. <laughs> I knew there was somebody I was forgetting. I was trying to just like think about it, but um, they're definitely going to be played into here. So um, I think OKC is going to be the worst team in the West. Just wanted to clarify that. Come on. We don't have time yeah, for that. I see that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think the two teams to the 10 and 9 that aren't going to be making it um, – I'm going to have to say the Utah Jazz are not going to make it. And the Memphis Grizzlies are not going to make it either. So here's Utah Jazz. I have a, I have a quick question for Thomas. Oh, yeah. Thomas, why do you have the Timberwolves making it? Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Um, and then um, I like Ricky Rubio. I think that was a good accusation. And they got um, Russell. Like, I don't know. They got some, they got some dogs. Who else they got? Uh, they drafted the Edwards kid, the first pick, who can score 20 okay. points again. No, I'm, I just I, – I don't think I'm that team's better than Houston. But remember, I, I took them out and put the Suns in the eighth, so. Oh, uh, okay. 
But you had them in the 10, right? Or the nine? Yeah, yeah. I had them up there. Didn't you? I did. Okay. I like their coach. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I'm just curious. I, I want to. Who's their coach? Flip Saunders' son or the young guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's cool. So Utah is definitely the I'm just one curious. team I that I, I feel like I just missed on just because I didn't really look into them <laughs> as much. But also, so I just feel like maybe chemistry wise, I mean, I, I feel like Gobert is going to be kind of it's going to be kind of rough. I mean, he's the one who started the whole COVID nineteen thing, and it does seem like they got a little <laughs> bit better. But and granted, they should have beat the Denver Nuggets in the first round. Um, they had them on the ropes, but then they just didn't bring it together. It came down to like a final shot too. Um, like Donovan Mitchell had a shot at it, but I don't know. I guess maybe, yeah. you know, I, I'm probably off on that. I could see them actually finishing kind of more in the range that Thomas said, but I have to stick to it just because I didn't do enough to, to justify it. Um, my eighth seed, <laughs> I have the Houston Rockets. I do have them struggling, especially in the beginning of the season. Um, I do think if James Harden buys in and sticks around, then that's going to be better. I, I mean, if John Wall stays healthy, that could be fun. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know how much that would work. And if Cousins stays healthy too, I mean, he can shoot. And But he's just like such – I've never seen him have like a successful run in a season. Not because – it's more because of his attitude. They have attitude. a new coach too, right? Yeah, I like the new coach, Silas. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, so that's a huge step yeah, back too, work. though. That's hard. So, I, yeah, for that reason, I have Houston finishing towards the bottom. They could very well be out of the playoffs because of all that. Number seven, I have the Phoenix Suns. I think that the addition of Chris Paul in the backcourt for um, Devin Booker is great and adds that veteran presence. And Chris Paul has shown that if he buys into a team, he can make them a playoff team with Oklahoma City last year, also them almost beating Houston. It's just like Chris Paul was rad last year, and I loved seeing it. I hope he brings that same fire to the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> fire. And uh, DeAndre Ayton, I'm excited to see. Hopefully he has a great season, um, stays healthy. But that's a team that I, I'm just really excited about that one. So Doesn't this is kind of more of a hopeful. I just hope that they make it in um, because they were so much fun to watch in the bubble and just watch them compete. And Devin Booker was like Kobe-esque at times. Like it was just so fun how clutch he was. Uh, number six, I have the Golden State Warriors. I think Steph Curry – if, if he stays healthy, him, Andrew Wiggins, um, Draymond Green, just the, I mean, the culture that they have established there, I think that team is definitely a playoff team. It will be tough just because without Clay, but I just do feel like they'll figure something out. I do feel like yeah. they still have that momentum and they still have that firepower, but not as much momentum as the next team, which is Portland. I have Portland Trailblazers at number five. Um, wow. I mean, I think Ooh. they were like one of the yeah. hottest teams in the bubble. And sure. they genuinely had me scared when we had to play them. That was like the most worried that I was during the entire playoffs was after game one. I was like, dang it, are we going to lose to the Portland Trailblazers in the first round? <laughs> but Dame is just amazing. <laughs> um, I think bringing back CJ McCollum, they still kind of have their whole thing. I forgot who they added, but they added some other good pieces. I apologize. I should know the names of them. Uh, I'm just really excited to see Damian Lillard this year. He's one of my dark horses for MVP. Number four, I've got the Dallas Mavericks. I think these two could flip. Um, I think most of the teams could flip. Well, the Blazers added – sorry, the Blazers added Cantor and there Robert Covington. Oh, yeah. Robert pickups. Covington, yeah, that's a big one. You're saying. It's a solid team too, so I, I'm excited to see. And I, I think it's just – I think a lot of it has to do with that like hometown hero kind of thing with Damian Lillard being there so long. I think teams do buy into that, and I hope he kind of sticks around. Um, I like the same thing with like Giannis just was signing that super max. I just do feel like 
there's something to that when a team is coming to play with a certain individual instead of like we're putting these pieces together. So that's why I think they might flow a little bit better. Maybe not. Um, Dallas, I have that number four, mainly because I'm just so excited about Luca. Um, I do worry, though, just because of um, Porzingis, if he could stay healthy. Um, that team had so much yeah. fight in them during that Clippers series that that's kind of what won me over. And just Luca's jump and just the weight, man, he's just like almost like a triple-double every night. And it, it's just really cool to see that. And I really hope that he steps up his game. I know he's a lot of people's MVP favorite. Um, number three, I have – oh, number three. That was almost Doc Rivers. <laughs> number three, I have the Denver Nuggets. Or the L.A. Clippers. I'm thinking I'm going to go Denver Nuggets on this one just because I think they might take a step back. Again, they're a really good regular season team, so maybe that's what will put them over. But I also feel like they didn't do anything different, and I don't feel like the other teams are going to take them as lightly as they might have once done. So, But, again, I mean, they're a good team. I just feel – I don't know. I mean, Utah, Utah competed with them fine. I think people can compete with them, so I think it's just more about – you know, people realizing how to prepare for them. Um, number two, but this is the one that's like the most uncomfortable for me is like the LA Clippers. I have at number two, but I really could see them finishing at like five or six. Cause like, I don't know, like mm. they seem like kind of like in a mess right now. I mean, just with changing their coach and with all the stories that were going on, I, I am not a big fan of Paul George anymore. I feel like he has a lot of excuses and it just doesn't seem like the type of leader, one of the two leaders of your teams that you want. And then the other leader is someone who doesn't talk at all. Like I really like, yeah, they don't really have, I think they're leaders. Yeah, exactly. I I like Kawhi Leonard, but like, he's not that type of guy that's going to be able to pump this team up. And like, I mean, again, if he, if he has the option to take a night off, he'll take a night off kind of thing. So that's like the Clippers. I honestly, like I have met number two on this list, but I very well could see him finishing towards the bottom just because it's like it didn't work out last year, and I don't feel like they're going to be more confident coming into this year because of how bad they did last year. I just don't see that fuel. Like, I don't see that because Paul George is making excuses, and Kawhi Leonard just seems like, oh, whatever, like, we'll get there. Um, yeah, you need your superstar to be there. Oh, yeah. I mean, and be upset about the whole thing. You know, be, like, ready to prove something instead of making the excuses about what happened and, like, how, how you know, Paul George saying how it was Doc Rivers and wasn't keeping everyone in check. And it's just like, dude, like – you have to move on and like just show that you you're worth that. Yeah. Um, LA Lakers. I have at number one and LeBron showed, and he proved it to me last year that I just feel that he is the best at reigning in a team at making a team buy into their potential because going into the bubble in the most unorthodox year where literally the, the NBA is put on hold because of a global pandemic and then having the black lives matter movement during the bubble, like, the level of focus that a team has to maintain to achieve what they achieved in the way that they did that in the playoffs is pretty remarkable. And I do think that that's because of LeBron's leadership and AD buying into that and AD like understanding his role as the number two. It was really cool to see them not only play so well in the playoffs, but make adjustments after the first loss. Cause you know, they lost the first game to Houston, to um, Portland. They lost the first game to Houston. They lost the – did they lose the first game to Denver? Anyway, I think it was like the third game actually with Denver. But after they would lose games, they would make such great adjustments. And it showed in the last game of the finals too where they lose a heartbreaker where you think they're going to win when Danny Green's wide open. But then they come back and they just dominate game six and like just leave no doubt that they were the best team. And I do think that's because of LeBron James' leadership. 
I think Rajon Rondo probably had something to play into that too, just because of the way like he like fired up the team. But that's why I think they're going to finish number one. I, I do think that these teams are going to buy, everyone's going to buy into them and they got better over the off season, which is really cool. So that's what I have yeah, for the Western for conference sure. prediction. Like Gandhi, it. what are your, what, what's yours? It's a good one. Uh, I feel like mine is kind of all over the place. The West <laughs> is stacked. And there's some teams that could surprise and some teams that could Pelican. surprise the opposite way. The good teams that could mm-hmm. play bad. So uh, my 10, so they're, they're fighting for their lives. I have the Rockets. Oh, we uh, all had them low. There's just too much. Un- yeah, they're just too, much, too many unknowns. I almost had them out completely. But, I mean, if James Harden plays, you know, they're a playoff team. So um, I have them at 10 just in case, you know, something happens there. Uh, at 9, I got the Pelicans. Yeah. I think they're super close. Uh, just need a couple more years, maybe. But Ingram and Zion, and hopefully LeBlanco freaking is like consistent because <laughs> yeah. when he plays well, man, Blonzo. they're a good team. Um, I'm worried that, about them losing Holiday, but I think Zion is gonna just beast yeah. this year. So uh, I think he'll be in the MVP MVP wow. talk too, which is kind of wow. crazy already. Uh, number eight, I got the Suns. CP3 holding it down. Uh, OKC is out of the playoff picture now because of it. They stink now. <laughs> I think CP3 is just the leader, and you need your best player to be your leader. And Booker may be the best player, but CP3 uh, is gonna and he's gonna fight him for that best player role. And I think that with DeAndre Ayton, that's a pretty good uh, big three that they have. So they're definitely a playoff team this year. Um, number seven, I have the Jazz. Wow, um, forgot about them. You know, I just don't think they added any. They didn't add anything. They had the same team. Uh, if anything, they just got a little bit worse. Yep, I think everyone I agree. else got better. Um, six, I have the Blazers. Um, good team, solid team. I mean, they they could finish top three, honestly, especially because they don't take nights off. Um, Damian never sits, and the Lakers are going to be resting guys. Clippers are going to be resting guys. Nuggets probably won't, but I think most teams like that who know they're in, they'll, they'll rest guys. So Blazers could sneak up the top three. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, plus, they got a good home court advantage. Um, number five, I got the Mavericks. Wow. Luca's year. Um, I think he's just going to play solid as Chris stops, you know, play, uh, stays healthy. You know, they're a five seed for sure. Um, if he's out, then, you know, they'll slip, slip down to six or seven. But – I think they'll end up at five. Number four, I have the – Yeah, baby. Steph, come on. He's an, he's an MVP. MVP. I mean, he's back. And, I mean, they lost Clay, but they got Andrew Wiggins, and he's not as good as Clay, but he can score. And if, they, if he can buy into playing some defense, uh, man, with Draymond coming back and being healthy, and then they added Wiseman to it all, uh, they're, they're going to be a solid team. And they might not take as many nights off as the other guys because they've got to play together and figure out, you know, their new team kind of. So I think there'll be a four. Uh, number three, I have the Clippers. Same thing Colton was saying, you know, I, I think they don't really have a leader. And I don't think Ty Lue is a leader oh. as a coach. I think he's a, a good coach, but I don't think he's like he's – not no, like a Doc he's not. Rivers. He's not, he's not a Brad Stevens, like, come follow me. It's kind of like, you know, you guys do your own thing. So I think the Clippers are going to still have issues, but they'll still play good. Uh, number two, I have the Nuggets. Um, but I could easily see them at the one like Colton, especially because they have crazy home court advantage. You know how they always win at, at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tom is at number three. Okay. Yeah. It's like Thomas. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can't remember the last time they lost more than five games at home yeah. in a season. 
and now they're going to have that again. So that's with a huge no advantage. Fans. One, I have the Lakers. <laughs> I just think, yeah, with altitude. no fans, but the, the altitude, that's what gets sure. everyone. Uh, one, I have the Lakers. Uh, they'll take nights off, but I still think Maybe. they'll play yeah, good enough to Harold get that one and seed. And, especially with Schroeder. It's different playing yeah, with that I mean, Lakers stuff, too. I think that's what everyone's going to be so excited about. And also, like, Montrez Harrell, like, being off the bench, too. I mean, he's just the sixth man from last year. Yeah. And I just feel like now the matchup between totally. the Lakers and Clippers is just going to be – like, the Lakers are going to be like, all right, like, we're the big guy now. I just I just feel like I'm excited for those matchups yeah. to see just what happens. And Anthony Davis, I was so impressed. So how he good. In the, finals, in the whole playoffs. Like, I was so confused by him in the years previous. Um, he really stepped it up. And Champion. I mean, he's one of he's top three player in the NBA. Wow. I would say so. I'm, I'm excited. Great list, Gundy. So, who do you have coming out of the West? I have the Rockets. <laughs> no. What? Nice. I have the Lakers again. It's going to be Lakers Celtics. Oh, that'd be sweet. I got Lakers Bucks on my side for the reasons I shared. And one thing I forgot to say, and I want to just add this because I think it's so important, but LeBron also helped the team rally after Kobe Bryant died. And I just think like, cause I remember, I remember the first game they played was against the Blazers and kind of, you mentioned this and this was kind of made me think of that was just like the Blazers beat us, you know, after, you know, one of the most emotional last couple of days in January, um, but, man, like, I mean, that can't be understated. That, I think that says a lot to do with how people view LeBron in the locker room. Even if it does seem overhyped at times, it's like, well, he proved it. They just won, and they won in a way that had nothing yeah. to do with home court advantage, you know? So I, I just think that's a really interesting – Right. I don't know. I, 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 that, for that reason, I have the Lakers going to the championship against the Bucks. Thomas, what do you got? For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you all. I think the Lakers are healthy – None of the none of those teams can beat them in a seven game series. Not even the Clippers. Clippers. Nice. The Lakers and Sixers. Yeah, Lakers and Sixers. I think that'd be sweet. Oh, that. Yeah, we all have different Eastern Conference good teams. Good matchup. I got the Lakers over the Bucks for my championship prediction. Just to say that. Yeah, I got the Lakers again, and I got the Lakers. <laughs> Tom's like, I got the Sixers. I mean, you know how we do. We always get at least back in from. We didn't jinx him last year. Actually, I don't know if any of us had him. I, we actually had him winning, I think. Some of us did. We had the Clippers, too. Uh, yeah, I think we had Lakers, Clippers in the like the yeah, Western I Conference remember Finals. I remember, I remember I changed my vote because I had the Clippers, 76ers, I think. And then we were talking. I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to say Lakers because I wanted to be like, yeah, Lakers, baby. So I guess I was right. I guess I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we have time to go over our awards or are we able to do Let's do well, we do our awards that. real quick, just because I think we talked about each team at length, so just what we think is gonna win. Um, Gundy, you start. All right, so we'll I mean, I'd MVP say that was first. because it's the most fun. Okay, fine. So executive what, of the year. Coach of the year. <laughs> um, so what I have, I have like most improved player, I have defensive player, six man, rookie of the year. Um Coach of the year and then MVP. Coach of the yeah. year and MVP. And then you can say who you're. That's what I. And you can say like executive of the year for if you want. Yeah, I like that. Like little. Okay. Yeah, give us your top three and then um, who you're okay. gonna pick as okay. your winner. All right. So are we gonna go for your it. Coach of the year yeah. first. 
right. Uh, my top three are going to be Rick Carlisle, mm-hmm. Brad Stevens, and uh, Doc Rivers. So, and I'm going to pick um, Brad Stevens. I think he's – I don't think he's won it yet. I think he's finally going to get it this year. Um I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Good choice. What about you guys? Um, kind of a weird award. If the Nets do as well as I think they do, or Lloyd Pierce, stop. maybe I don't know. It could be Lloyd Pierce. <laughs> love Lloyd Pierce. I hope Frank Vogel gets it because I think it's underrated that he made the adjustments he made Man. in the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's who he I should have got it last year. Um, but I, it, the way I have it set up, if I have the Brooklyn Nets finishing at number two, I think Steve Nash could win it. So. Maybe Steve Nash wins it. Ooh. All right. Thomas, who do you think? Um, and I think – so other guys that I had in consideration, Doc Rivers and Stan Van Gundy. Uh, Gundy. And I think Stan Van Gundy is going to win. Wow. From the – Who is Pelican. he? <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, okay. If they make the yeah, playoffs. They're going to take a leap. You, I mean, if they make the playoffs. The playoffs yeah. I think. I had a miss in the playoffs, but and, – you still won coach of the year. <laughs> Stop it. I'm going to send you a revised copy. Of That's why. Yeah. Uh, well, this is our podcast. That's public, yeah, no, revisions. So no revisions. All right. What about most improved player of the year? Ooh. I'll start uh, with that. Me? I think uh, right, so. I only have two one. options for us, but I think Seth Curry, because of the shooting aspect, whether he's going to bring to the 76ers, That's but great. I think Jamal. I think Jamal Murray Seth is going to win. Wow. Because Jamal Murray wasn't as productive as you would think during the regular season. I think he averaged like 15 points a game. But then you see him in the playoffs and how destructive he was. And I do think that he's going to play with a lot more confidence. So Jamal Murray is my guess. Wow. Well, I'll okay. go next. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Maybe that was wrong. Maybe I mean, he was, was really wrong. good. I could get much better. He, he wasn't great in the regular I, season, I just, I, so I think that plays I mean, into it. But could. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it doesn't. But okay. So I'm going right, to say no, no. Cool. I, my top three in consideration: my boy Lonzo Ball. I wish. DeAndre Ooh. Ayton. No, if Lonzo Ball plays consistently, like Gundy one. was saying, like he was playing before the bubble, boo! That guy's an all-star. So Lonzo Ball, and he's a walking. I like Lonzo. Lonzo. And then Deon, DeAndre Ayton. I think with Chris Paul, he's just going to be. Yeah, come up a step up higher, but then I think the winner is going to be Michael Porter Jr. from Denver. Okay, I think he's going to take a big leap forward. He's going to be, I think he's going to start, so he's going to be asked to do a lot. Yeah, especially because they lost Grant, Horace Grant. Yeah, I mean, uh, my top three I have two of Thomas's, so I have uh, DeAndre Ayton. I got Michael Porter Jr. And then I had Shea Jojis Alexander. Oh, he had a great year last year, but he's going to get even better because he's going to be playing freaking every minute because they lost everyone. But I have the winner as Michael Porter Jr. too. Ooh. I think he's going to really step up. And he's a scorer, so he's going to put up like 24 points so. a game. Yeah. Um, he still can't play defense to save his life, but that doesn't matter in most improved players. Right. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right. All right. What's, What's the next six-man? Six yeah. Rookie of the year. All right, who wants to start? Six um, man, I got this is Jordan Clarkson from Utah. Oh, I had Jordan Clarkson too. Hey, Jinx. I was so excited to say that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why Clarkson I wanted to go first because I wanted to say it. <laughs> I like Jordan Clarkson. I think he'd be awesome. And I'm excited to see <laughs> how he too. does. So. I love him. I, I think he's going to kill it. 
Yeah, I have a, I have them on my list, but I don't have them. Him or Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. That's who I have too. Dinwiddie. Gunny, who's yeah, you, who do you got? Did you have Clarkson, yeah, Clarkson Thomas? That was your winner. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a good pick. I have, yeah, I had. I don't know if Marcus Smart is gonna come off the bench. Um, he if he does, yeah. uh, mm. I think he's wow. gonna be the winner. Especially yeah, because you had Boston finishing like number one, um, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, and then I also had uh, Lou Williams. Know, and yeah. He's yeah. always in that conversation. And then I had I had Sh- or Schroeder. I had Schroeder and Harrell. I don't yeah. know which one's coming no, off the bench. I just. Uh, I think Schroeder's going to start, so I'd go with Montrez Harrell. So, but I think Marcus Smart's going to cool. win. Mm, wow. Good pick. I mean, it'd be nice to see someone different. I feel like it's the same guys yeah. every year, you know. So this one's kind of an up in the air one. These are hard, though. Rookie of the year. Who do you think is going to be rookie of the year? Let's say it on three. One, two, three. I know who Thomas is going to pick. LaMelo Ball. <laughs> I, I really think LaMelo Ball will win it. What's your legitimate really reasoning for that, Tom? <laughs> Um, because even in the preseason right now, he's coming off the bench, but he adds an automatic spark. He grabbed like 10, 11 rebounds in his he first game. Rebound. Like, he did like he got rebounds. Minutes. Yeah, I saw that. So he's going to be like, he'll average probably 9 to 12 points, 5, 6 assists, 5 to 6 rebounds. How tall is and like He's 6'8". Oh, wow. I didn't realize he's so, so tall. I think with those Ooh. numbers and then how the Hornets are going to make the playoffs, um, he'll win rookie of the year. <laughs> is he going to play yeah, point guard? he'll play point guard. So he'll be the backup for the time year? being, but he'll he'll take over. Okay. And I think I, I've seen I saw lineups where they were playing together. So well, I'll put Rozier to yeah, the two. Maybe. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, I had Lamelo. Yeah, Ball I had Wiseman or, uh, on Wiseman, the list too. I think because the Warriors are going to make the playoffs, but um, I don't know that, enough. Like, I don't. I don't Rookie know of the year's tough. Guys. Oh, I had Obi Toppin on my list. You know, I, I heard he was doing good. And there, there's a baller in Washington. I think we should watch out for the 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 Turkish guy in Washington. I think he's really good. So keep an eye on him. I can't remember Turkish his name. Washington. <laughs> Turkish guy with me. Who are you guys most excited right, I'll for? Keep an eye on him. So this isn't necessarily one of the awards, but which player are you most excited for? I'm going to say John Morant for me. Oh. I'm excited to see how he does. Ooh. I mean, it was awesome to see him towards the end of the bubble. But but you don't have him making the playoffs? No, I don't. But <laughs> I I like him. I just think he's, like, super fun. He's, like, a more efficient Russell Westbrook. Okay. Um, I will would... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will say – I was... yeah. Oh, John Moran. So yeah, your yeah. eyes go, like, Totally zoned out. I'm I'm gonna say I'm <laughs> most excited for uh, Jason Tatum. I'm I'm kind of with Gundy. I think he is gonna be in the running for MVP. I'm excited mm-hmm. like all the games he's gonna win for the Celtics and big performance he's gonna have. I like that guy. I wish the Lakers would have got him. Oh, I'm gonna speak. Mm-hmm. Gundy, what about you? Who are you most excited for? Um, probably. Mason Plumley, uh, he you know he's been around for a while. I don't know. I I, I kind of want to say uh, Luca. Yeah, I mean, he balled out last year, and then Devin Booker, man, I he played so well, and with Chris Paul, like that team's gonna be so much fun to watch, and I think he's just gonna go off this year. So cool. uh, those two guys, I got my eyes on. All right, now the big one, be fun. the most valuable player of the year. 
What oh, yeah, like I'm sorry. Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. I might surprise some people with this take. <laughs> I think Ben Simmons right. might win it because he actually led the league in steals last oh. year, and I feel that if the Sixers are going to be that good – then they're gonna have to. I don't know. I just. I don't want to. I don't want to elaborate too much. I just <laughs> yeah, think he's gonna do better. So it's either Ben Simmons or AD for me. I mean, Giannis, of course, is a is a big one, but AD's a man, and so I'm hoping either one of those two win. Yeah. Gundy, who's your defensive player of the year? I have oh, Anthony Davis. I had Embiid as number two. I think Sixers maybe have a good year too. But Anthony Davis, man, when he plays defense, I, there's no one like him. So you guys are both wrong. Um, I think, I think. So okay. my top three, I think Gobert. Oh yeah, Gobert is going to be in the top three or top four. I think Kawhi Leonard is also going to be in the top. I think he's going to. I think he's going to have a good year. Um, and then I also think, um, golly gee, uh, language, Thomas. Anyway. Uh, the the winner number one I have is Bam. On, oh, on I forgot Bam. Adebayo. Yeah, I had him. I had him on my yeah, list. Big, but, big, I'm big, but he played good. Yeah, I mean his playoffs was yeah. Bam. But you think he's better than Anthony Davis? Yeah, because like you said, like the Lakers, I think like they're I think they're gonna sit him out, and and like Anthony and Bishop Bond are are smart enough to know like when to. They're not going for awards anymore. They're going for championships. We're going for rings. So I don't know. Maybe Anthony Davis Bobby wants to chicken. win something like that again. It was close. Yeah. All right. Now, most valuable right. player: the MVP, cake. the big cake, the big easy, mm. the cheese. Dude, this is. I, I have like twelve guys on my list. I don't have honestly. enough. I feel like I need to have more. <laughs> I only so have three, but that's because I didn't want to overthink it. Uh, Thomas, you start. Okay, I'll I'll say my top three and then just a dark horse and then the winner. Sorry, <laughs> that's weird. Cool. Okay, that sounds good. So the like top that. three, I think it'll be PJ Tucker, Giannis, Luca, okay, 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 and Damian Lillard. Oh. And I think the winner Ooh. right now, everyone's loving him. He's so high on everyone's rankings. It's gonna be Luka Doncic. Doncic. Um, but the yeah. dark horse to win MVP, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Ooh, right. solid list. Good. All right, I'll go. No Lakers on that. Thomas took Damn. a few of mine, but yeah, had a had a glaring omission. Damian Lillard is going to be up there. Giannis is going to be up there. I mean, two in a row, and I could very well see him doing it a third season in a row. Um, and then LeBron James, and I think LeBron's going to win MVP. Uh, I, I I think Hot I day. think it's going to happen. I think it could have made arguments for him winning it last year, and I think, I mean, he's got that. He's got like one last. I mean, he's got some season still left in him, but I just feel like this would be the season if he was going to win another MVP. Would be this season. Yeah, I like it. I like it, man. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Um, Maybe a little too bold. Sorry, <laughs> I have a long <laughs> list. Do you want to, go I through mean, it? Yeah, like tell me any of these guys can't, can't win it, right? Yeah. All right, Giannis, yeah. LeBron, okay. Anthony Davis, Steph. Steph is I mean, he's back. If he stays Kevin healthy, Durant, yeah. if he plays, yeah, no. James Harden, Luka Doncic, 
Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum. Devin he Booker. was the one I was thinking of a dark horse as well. Dark horse. He could Booker. be on the list. And even Zion. I mean, that's all those guys could possibly win it. Obviously, the last three are like a little more. I'd be random, shocked if James Harden did it again. If I had to pick a top three. Yeah. If I had to pick a top three, it'd be LeBron, Giannis, and Luka. And yeah, like everyone else, like I was picking Luca, but everyone's picking him, so I'm gonna pick someone else just to be different. I'm gonna pick, uh, gosh, it's Giannis. I don't know. Three, uh, I guess uh, I'll go with Giannis. I was gonna pick Luca, but everyone's picking. See, that's why I went against Luca because I was like, that was the common trend I saw on the internet, and I'm like, well, now that everyone's saying it, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. (laughs) But I guess everyone was saying Giannis last year. Who were they saying last year? All right, I have. I have one more. Go ahead. Not award, but question. So, if you were in fantasy basketball, who's your number one pick? Luca. Luca, probably. <laughs> Luca. It's like a triple double. Because Luca hits threes. Who's your Who's your second pick? <laughs> uh, Russell Westbrook. Dude, he's a triple double machine, what? and I feel like that's what he's going to try to do in Washington. But yeah, he's got a little. I forgot that, that plays into it so much. Probably Anthony Davis. Then I just remember we did we did that one league. It was so funny because only the three of us, and we did the NBA <laughs> fantasy league. And I had Russell Westbrook, <laughs> and he like won it. Yeah, we were all but yeah, stacked. we were a stacked team. But like because he would always produce on like every aspect except for field goal percentage, it was solid enough to get Man, you a W. Cool. You should see if we yeah. have any, any listeners want to do fantasy. Like you know, maybe shout them out. And see hey, anyone want to do fantasy you basketball? Want to do it with us, we have a, with the real experts. I have a lot of friends from like from Prokoa that I worked with. That were big NBA fans, so maybe we can uh, maybe we can get something going. Anyway, if you guys are interested, hit us up at Outer Experience Podcast at gmail dot com. It's gonna blow up now. now I don't know if anyone's nice. gonna be listening the whole time. <laughs> I'm kidding. Blowing up. This is fun. No, I I apologize. I should have come up with some more like creative ways to go through it. I think this is actually fun. I, I love talking with you guys about basketball because you guys know like a lot about it, and I don't know anything about it, so it's nice to uh, kind of learn. As I go, because you guys, I, I don't know how you guys keep up on all the stuff so well. Is there a strategy behind that? Or I think we all you guys, know. You enough. and Thomas, Thomas and Gundy, <laughs> whenever I get together with you guys, you guys know like every player. Like, and you know, kind of like. You know, you know the best way to keep up with it? FanDuel, okay. Uh, FanDuel. I make a new team like every day and then yeah. you follow the players and you see who's doing good. And you don't have to – they have, like, free ones. So you just enter the free ones every day and just make a new lineup every day, and then you can just it follow It breaks it down more individually like follow all the stat lines and stuff like that. For sure. And then you, like, see who, like – who like how someone won that league. You know, you cool. see which players they had and stuff. And that's how that's I learned awesome. on the players, I feel like. Well, to wrap up the episode, if you're in the experience, baby, you got to get out of it. Out of it.